Do I look fat? Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast. This week, I have a Brooklyn native, a multi-dimensional artist and holistic entrepreneur, Latasha. Hey, Boo, how are you? What's up? What's up? How you doing, Steffi? I'm well. How is it in beautiful LA? It's beautiful, <laughs> as, <laughs> as always. It's really nice. It's like really good weather today, too. And I heard New York is like snowing like crazy. So I'm sending my love out to y'all with all the drama that's going on with the snow. <laughs> we need it. We definitely need it. So I start off each of my episodes with my guests telling us a little bit about themselves. Let us know who Latasha is. Latasha is a around the way girl, little bruja from Brooklyn, New York. Um, I started rapping um, about, I want to say 10 years ago by accident. I was a poet and then the poetry all of a sudden turned into ciphers. And then before I knew it, I was like opening for like crazy people like Big Sean, Kanye West and all of that. The first five years of my life was like, uh, as an artist was like, I was thrown in the fire. I had no idea what it was to be an artist. I kind of lost my mind. At, at, at some point I lost my mind and took a little break from music and, because mm-hmm. I just needed to get back to myself. Right. And we could, and you know, we gonna talk about that, but <laughs> I needed to get back to like who I am and what I was about and my truth. And so I started back up about four or five years ago. And um, I decided I wanted to be a fully independent artist and figure this out by myself. And I've been doing it full time. And um, I've just been living my vision. And I'm big on just living my vision, living my dream and helping other people and artists and everybody just advocate to do whatever the hell they want in their lives. So that's my life. Yes. And we love to see it. And you've been doing an amazing job. I told you, you, I was just listening to all of your music now. So you definitely <laughs> got back into it and, yeah. and loved what you did because your projects were amazing. Thank you um, so much. You're most welcome. So we're going to get into our icebreaker and it's a would you rather kind of situation. Okay. So, so I'm going to give you two scenarios. You're going to tell me which one you would rather and why. Okay. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> They're not that bad. They're not that bad. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. So the first one is, would you rather have a golden voice or a silver tongue? Ooh, explain the silver tongue for me a little bit. Explain okay, the silver okay. tongue. I got you. So golden voice, you know, beautiful voice mm-hmm. transcends everything, right? Yes. Silver tongue is your wordplay. You mm. never have a bad jab or anything like that. Like all of your punchlines are fire, all of that. Dang, I feel like I already got the silver tongue. No, I'm just kidding. But, yeah. um, <laughs> um, I don't know. Can I get a little half and half? Um, but I would like a little half and half. I think mm-hmm. both are important. I feel like, especially in these this day and era, like you kind of need to have like a voice that people want to hear. And mm-hmm. so I'm here for the golden voice, something that sounds like soothing. Um, but I'm also here for like, you gotta have something to say. So mm-hmm. it's really important. So I would say I'm, I'm here for the like 45% <laughs> silver tongue <laughs> and then the 55 um golden voice yeah I'm here for yeah, that just so it's appealing in the ears you need that little bit of a percentage yeah. of the golden tongue right you I know, get that you know, I get it yeah they're smart the game is hard you know you I, I, I'm all about sure. getting yeah I'm all about getting any all of it so I'm here for that <laughs> <laughs> I love that question such a good one okay so the second question is would you rather be able to talk to land animals, animals that fly, or animals that live under the water? Oh, this is really good. Dang. I want land animals because I want to talk to our puppy. Like, I really want to oh. talk to our puppy. And we're always talking about how we're waiting for the day when our dog Domino can talk. So. Yeah. Yeah, I would need the land animals so I could be oh, like Oh, but that's real personal too. You see, now I feel bad about my answer. Cuz I have a cat and I was not even thinking about talking to her at all. 
That's okay, because sometimes you don't want to talk to the your animals. Girl, I'm too. with you all the time. I feel like we t- <laughs> like we communicate enough. Like I don't. Y'all don't really and shit. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. At this point, that's what I feel like. I read the question and I automatically wanted to um, pick animals that fly because mm. actually today I saw a hawk outside my window. What in yes. New York? In the what? Bronx. What is going on? Hawk. Oh my know. God. First of all, the Bronx always got some animal shit going on. Dead I'm ass. right by Van Cortland Park. So like I got all the animals over here, to be honest. I live <laughs> oh. in the suburbs of the Bronx. Like. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I know that area. That's real. Yeah. But yo, that's crazy. So you would want to talk to the hawk and be like, yo, what's good? Like, what are y'all Like, what do you here? see? You must see everything. <laughs> no, like, you're up. just up there. They're literally seeing everything. They're actually so scary to me. Like, I see them a lot in my neighborhood, too. And mm. they eat everything. So, like, and they picked up kids before I've heard. Oh, my goodness. So, like, babies. So, you got to be careful with those. Because I'll be like, nah, I'm not here for them. So, yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to talk to They are home. scary. <laughs> but I'm here for my dog. I want to talk to my puppy. I definitely want to talk to him. Yeah, because I feel like sometimes he's lonely and he wants to talk to us, but yeah, that makes sense. I'm I'm a mean, um, cat parent, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, 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 cats are a different animal, though. Like, cats, I feel like with cats, they know and you could talk to them. I feel like they're more receptive for whatever reason, yeah, for sure, speaking in the information like in a different way. and. They're also rude, so like I wouldn't want to fuck the cat. Yo, she's such a little bitch. I love her, but she's a little bitch. <laughs> They're so rude. Trust me. Our I'm- relationship, and it's funny because like my friend makes fun of me all the time, but our relationship is completely transactional. Like she's here, so I don't get like mice. Like to be hundred percent honest, so room and board. So she I feed you. <laughs> but then we'd be cuddling sometimes. Okay. But okay. That's She's still I'm... not like my best, best, best friend. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. <laughs> Gotta respect it. That's hilarious. That is... <laughs> and right. forgive me if I'm looking down. I'm just doing my press-ons because I'm, oh, some... <laughs> I'm a real person. So I gotta... no, it's okay. I get it. I got it. a little rap thing to do after this, so I'm trying to put on some nails before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You got to multitask. You know what I'm <laughs> like yeah but not for real i get it i get it okay um let's see would you rather give up all drinks except for water or give up anything that was cooked in an oven I'd give up all drinks except for water because i i mean i love water i can't live without water right like I'll die, so I got <laughs> I got to pick the water, and then you know if I if I don't have a few little cupcakes here and there, I'll be I right. I'll be I right. I'll be right. I'll be true. sad. I'll be. Then sad. you have enough options without the oven, right? But like yo, cupcakes is like my heart, <laughs> so like this is kind of tough because I kind of need cupcakes. But yeah, okay, I gotta be real about myself. It's 2020, like water. I need water. That's what we need. <laughs> well no if you pick the oven uh-huh. then you can still have water oh i could you can still have water yeah but what was it again so that you, i can't eat right so the first one is you can't drink anything else but water okay and then the second scenario is you can't have anything else anything made in an oven so it's well, one of the two things i can't have anything made in an oven Mm-mm. Nah, I gotta have stuff made in the oven. The chicken's made in the oven. <laughs> the cupcakes made in the oven. Cornbread. Nah, that's wild. I gotta have the. I gotta be able to cook with the oven stuff. And yeah. Water. All right, that's what we on. That's what we on. So I imagine who would pick the water would be people who don't like water, which is so weird to me. Right, like, right. Don't I tell can't. me you don't like the taste of water. It doesn't really, it tastes like it water. Tastes like, like it's, It tastes like nothing. Like, yeah. just stop. It tastes like what you need in your life. The way you feel <laughs> after you drink water should be why you should you would want to drink water. Like, it's don't, it's... don't get me started. I get so mad when people tell me they don't like water. Usually those people and I don't end up being friends. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I just like, you're just... You're, 
acidic everywhere. Like, yeah, like, let me stay away from you. You're some kind of reptile because how the hell can't you have water? <laughs> so no, no, no. I'm here for I'm here for the oven and <laughs> having my cupcakes and cornbread because those are obviously my favorite things. And then yeah, water. Okay. I need my water. I- I agree with you. I agree with you for sure. <laughs> okay, so this These is going questions. to be <laughs> they're crazy. These are gonna this is gonna be the last one. Okay. Would you rather super sensitive taste or super sensitive hearing? Ooh, we were just talking about the superpowers coming for black people yes. on the 21st, so let's go. Um, <laughs> um super sensitive taste or super sensitive hearing. Dang, I don't be wanting to hear everybody. You know what I mean? Like, That's a fact. I don't want to hear everybody because then I'm going to hear some shit I don't want to hear. But then, like, if I taste something <laughs> wild, I'm going to be tight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, damn. That is a fact. I'll take the super sensitive hearing just because I'm an artist and, like, with music it might help me with my music and things mm-hmm. of that nature but dang that's hard yo because <laughs> i also you love just... food so mm. it'll be like a whole thing like I'll, i might i might become the connoisseur of food because of my super sensitive taste you could mm. become a whole chef at this point putting yo, flavor combinations together and done. it'd be a whole thing <laughs> like rap and chef it up i'm here for it i don't know but no we're gonna go with that we're gonna go with the hearing we're gonna go with the hearing i'm here for that and after a while i guess you'll you'll learn how to tune some things out that you don't want to hear right like yeah maybe you can have some sort of like selective situation yeah we were literally talking about this yesterday like mm-hmm. we were like would you want to be able to hear people's like thoughts and stuff and i was like i don't know because people be thinking wow shit you know what I mean? So that is a fact. <laughs> I don't want to hear like some cat. Like I'm just walking, and this cat is talking about like he murdered somebody. Like I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready. So, that is a lot. That yeah. is definitely a lot. You know? Oh so. boy, I agree with you on that because it can get hard. <laughs> it can definitely get hard. It gotta have selective. We gotta have selective hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that gotta be you a just part have of the headphones package. on all day, you, you, you know, playing music or something where you're just tuning everything else out because that's what I am already. So like, <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. All right. So we're going to get into our first segment, which is eat your heart out. And it's where we talk about diet, diet trends and all this. Um, so diets aren't only what you eat. It's what right. you intake, right? Mm. So today I want to talk about, in honor of us getting um, superpowers on yes. the 21st, Let's talk about I want to it. talk about maybe one of them is manifestation. Yes. And the mental diet can help you get ready to manifest. Okay? Let's talk about it. Yes. So the mental diet is the conscious awareness of the thoughts you are having to have the proper mindset to heighten your law of attraction. Mm. So you're bringing a conscious conscious awareness to your internal dialogue how are you speaking to yourself like are you being mean are you speaking positively are you double thinking everything that you're doing (laughs) okay so let's (laughs) let's get into it let's get into it because I played these games already um I've done the whole I've done the whole extra posy game you know like I've done the whole like look at every single thought I'm doing and like try to like play myself and like push away all my negative thought but that shit don't Mm -hmm. work and I'm gonna tell you guys like why like it doesn't work because you're just suppressing like all of your your feelings and your truths like we're human and we're whole Mm -hmm. beings you know what I mean so we're gonna have negative we're gonna have positive so I I would say like I'm giving myself extra love. I'm right. giving myself some extra comfort. Um when popping shit happens, I'm proud and I I'm like mm-hmm. full of gratitude. When hard shit happens, I let myself be pissed about it 100% of the way <laughs> and then get it over with, you know what I mean? Yes, like that's how sure. I would do it. Like um I'm big on like be upset 0 to 100 like go there let Mm -hmm. yourself be fully upset 
and then you know move on because that's what emotions are emotions are just emotions moving you know they're just motion so like keep it moving um so yeah to prep for this I'm more I'm just giving myself extra love extra Mm -hmm. mood and just taking care of the the body for sure I'm trying to eat as well as I could but Mm -hmm. also give balance you know um something I talk to talk to my therapist about often is like health in every size and eating what you want and not feeling guilty about those things and so I'm like learning how to like balance out the good and the bad the quote bad food right Mm -hmm. so because all of that stuff goes into who you are and what you're making up so yes for sure that's what I'm doing this is actually (laughs) what I do on a regular basis so this was an easy question and that's probably (laughs) where you are where you are girl like I'm not even gonna hold you like you the law of attraction is real. So what yeah. you call, what you bring forth is what you're going to get. Exactly. At the end of the day. Exactly. So, and it's good that you said um, to let everyone feel their emotions. Yeah. You know, totally. because in order to get, to move past it, you have to have felt it. How are you going to move past something you didn't know what it was? Like, exactly. You're going to keep on going into that mindset. You're going to keep on going into that hurt because you never felt it. You don't know what it was like. Over and over and over, over and over. And I, t- I, in my workshops, I talk about that often. I feel like feeling is the most important attribute to manifesting. So mm-hmm. like if you, you have to feel the thing that you want to create in your life. So I always am telling people, feel what you want to create. So like, if you want to feel like you want to be a millionaire or whatever, feel like you are a millionaire constantly, right? And if you don't mm-hmm. feel like a millionaire that day, feel that shit too. Feel right. like what it is to not feel like always good or happy or whatever. Just feel all of it. That's mm-hmm. the most important thing. And I love how you said you weren't into like the uber positive, like everything is positive all the time, sunshines and berries, because that's not life. We're not robots. Like you literally go through things. <laughs> Every single day. Exactly. But it's also um, what people need to understand is that remaining positive doesn't mean that you think everything is peachy keen all the time. Exactly. It means that when shit goes wrong, you're still like, okay, this is happening now, but we're going to get through it. We're going to get exactly. past it. What can I learn from it? What exactly. what accountability do I have to take? Yeah. All of that. That's what being positive is. Yeah. It's going through it. It's not pushing it to the side. It's going through the motion. And I'm constantly reminding myself of that, especially in this game. Like, you know, being an artist, you're like dealing with all kinds of energies and beings. And so you have to just let yourself go through it and not push things to the side because that thing will come right back to you. Mm-hmm. So before we get into exactly like how we manifest and, and what we're doing with that and how we think it's helped us, let's talk about the 21st for a little bit. Right? Let's do it! Because <laughs> everyone is going off of like this meme that everyone's going to get superpowers. And I love it. That. I mean, I it's it. great. It's amazing. <laughs> and in 2020, honestly, like we don't know what the fuck happened on the 21st. I mean, like, I'm, I'm not even been mad about it i'm like let's go let's go <laughs> what i've been waiting for anyway something okay <laughs> um but all of these like memes and things they come from places right, right. so the backstory on you know 21st being this big day for like awakening and all yeah. of that is it's the great conjunction yeah yes with jupiter yeah. and saturn absolutely yeah. I, I i don't know if you know but i'm also like semi-astrology buff so this is let us know let us know exactly put us on to game what it is so the great conjunction is pretty much this this time like it happens every decade or so where Saturn and Jupiter link up and I don't know if you guys know what well they don't link up but in the in this chart it looks Mm -hmm. like they're they're friends so they're linking up and I don't know if you guys know about like what each planet symbolizes, but Saturn is your planet of form, reform. It's making mm-hmm. sure that they, it has, it's all the rulers, it's discipline, it's all that, right? Right. And then Jupiter is the planet of expansion. So mm-hmm. like Jupiter is all about making things bigger, make helping, making things um, better, things of that nature. So pretty much... This one, because it's 2020 and also because we're in Aquarius, 
I, oh, I'm about to go deep. Yeah, <laughs> go, go. Because That's... I feel like I talk about this all the time and I don't really get deep into it. So I need okay, cool. to. Let's do it. Let's do it. So because we just moved into this um, Saturn and Aquarius, which means we're in the age of Aquarius, this is the first time that the great conjunction is going to be happening in an air sign. So we've been, we were, I think we were just in um, Earth sign, right? Because Capricorn. Mm -hmm. So we're in an air sign now. So this is the first time. That means order is about to shift. Things is about to break down. New things is about to open up. It's about to be a popping time. I'm very excited because this is all I wanted. This is what I've been Mm -hmm. talking about for a long time. So, you know, that's what my, my idea of what the great conjunction is, but you could keep on adding to it or tell me what you think too yeah and then just to piggyback off of that like the age of Aquarius is also like the human humanitarianism like time right so it's like maybe is and what's humanitarian humanitarianism it's like (laughs) chat not charity but like people are gonna it's for the people right exactly and who should be the ones to benefit the most like if it's for the people (laughs) And if we wanted to choose a selective group of people who are supposed to benefit the most. Exactly. Like, you know, so it can all be. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just do it. It doesn't hurt to get into manifestation for something. And then it's like, I had, um, are you on Clubhouse? I ask all my guests. Yeah, I am on Clubhouse. So you're familiar like with how it goes. So I was in a Clubhouse room, right? Uh Uh-huh. And they were talking about this and you know, then we started talking about the planets or whatever. And somebody made a joke, like, I'm going to manifest to win the lottery. So what mm. I'm going to say is that, okay, that's cool. But that's not what this means. Because, <laughs> but it right, could, could not, be. But it could, it could be. It could. But it if we're could. Being, if we want to be a little <laughs> realistic, right? Um, the planet of Saturn is about, like, structure. Mm-hmm. So you want mm-hmm. to put something into place that's structured. So, like, if it's a business, if you want to own property, mm-hmm. if you want to own land, exactly. if you want to start writing a book, if you want something that requires you to be structured, if you want to start a podcast, things exactly. like that. Exactly. Where you deserve, exactly. where you have to have some sort of structure, but you want it to build, yeah. if you want it to expand, and mm-hmm. all of that, this is the time to start. Exactly. Like that. Exactly. That is perfect way to state it. But I want to also be clear, if you guys are trying <laughs> to manifest money or things, this is mm-hmm. also a good time for that too, because, you know, you're saving planting money. a seed, saving money, planting the mm-hmm. seed for like a business's money, like all of those things still yeah. have money to do it. Like, yes, lottery is funny, but even if you buy a lottery ticket and you do a little blue headie on your lottery ticket, you never know. <laughs> Maybe. You right. never know. Maybe. So There's so possible. much energy. <laughs> Yo, so much the energy, energy that day. the energy this week has already been like insane. So mm-hmm. like yeah, I know something's popping. I don't know if we gonna get superpowers, but I know something's right. about to pop off. Yeah, it's gonna be something, and it could be. And like, this is just me being extra. It could be that everyone just—it doesn't have to be one thing that impacts yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm. It can be one little thing that impacted you that day. Like, Literally. everybody thinks it has to be this big, grand, grandois, you know, gesture where no. we're gonna change the world and all of that. Like, no, it could just no. be something for you. Very like maybe no one else would know notice. Exactly. And that's a big thing too. Like that you know? is. And I think people forget about the smaller things being mm-hmm. huge things for your future also. So like, yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so let's get back into manifestation, right? Yeah. Now we're ready. We're ready to go. We're going to manifest <laughs> on Monday. I love it. <laughs> All day. Even I love Sunday it. Sunday night. Let's just do it. You know, let's just do it for 48 hours just to be safe because we don't know what we always manifest in. We always manifest in. <laughs> I love it. Um, so when you manifest, what would you think is the mm-hmm. most important part? Um. Well, I have a workshop on manifesting that I do. um, And I always tell everybody that manifesting is through the body or through bodies. So it doesn't always have to just be the like your human body, but it could be the the earth body, et cetera, et cetera. But I think the most important part that I always is telling my like my participants of the class is that um, it's unpacking your bullshit. That's what I like to call it. I think that's your the most important part to manifesting something 
to the best alignment of what you want to see it be. So Mm -hmm. how I teach my manifesting class, I'm going to give a quick overview is like, it starts with a thought, right? So your thought starts here, which is your crown chakra. Then it goes here to your, your third eye. So you start to see it. And I always call this section, the unpack your bullshit, because this is usually where we're most blocked where we like block ourselves from our gifts because we're like, oh, I can't have that thing because of this or that and that and that. Mm. So this is the part where you want to work out all the traumas you have, all the blocks you have, all the reasons you tell yourself you can't have something. And um, this is probably the hardest part too, because we often resist that and we're like, I'm going to get this thing. And Sometimes you manifest the thing without unpacking, but because you didn't unpack, you're not ready or like prepared to deal with that thing that you wanted to manifest, or it's not to the alignment of what you really wanted to create. So like, say you wanted to, I don't know, say you wanted to meet Jay-Z or something like that. Because you didn't unpack whatever bullshit you have about meeting Jay-Z here, you end up meeting meek mill or something <laughs> right way different you know what i mean so like that was a terrible example but whatever you get it so <laughs> it's like it's like you know you just didn't align yourself fully because you didn't clear out and when i say unpack your bullshit i don't mean like you gotta do like months and years of shadow work i i, I think it's more about just observing like the things that we hold against ourselves so like just paying attention to like when we said we didn't deserve something, when we say we're not good enough, when we say we don't hold, um, we, we can't hold space here or something of that nature. Right. That's what I say. I say observe it and then embrace it and like try to give it love because all that is is just your inner children telling you something. That's just mm-hmm. like, I like to say it's your inner children turning into monsters you know, like oh, they're wow. like little monsters. And literally, yeah. if you just hug them up, they're going to turn back to kids. So like, just think of it like that. But um, yeah, that's the most important part to me of manifesting, clearing getting, out, getting your mind right, getting your mind right, exactly getting your mind right, like clearing out all that drama, and just getting as best as you can of your mind, right? Yes. So how would you go about clearing your mind of like these negative self thoughts or self-talk or drama Mm -hmm. and all of that like how would you go about doing that I do meditation that's like my biggest form of clearing out any pains and then I also do journaling so I do a lot of journaling work when I feel when I feel that zero to a hundred come in I'm going straight to my notebook writing it all out Mm -hmm. and then um I also do like a a a ritual of water so like I'll write something and then I'll go to like water and I'll give it to the water and just let the water heal it so those are my ways of doing it um but there's so many ways you could sage it out you could like mm-hmm. say like you could pray through it and sage it out um what else do my friends do you could tap it away I don't know if you've ever heard of EFT but EFT mm-hmm. is this meditation form where you tap certain points of your body and oh my goodness and you could like say the thing that you're like you say the reverse of what you want to create okay. so I mean the reverse of your trauma so yeah. like Although I'm feeling a little anxious about this moment because I thought that I didn't deserve it, I know that I love myself fully and I deserve this moment. So that's one of the things that you could do. Um, Miriam Hasna, I don't know if you've heard of her, but she's mm-hmm. dope and she teaches EFT. And I, I took I, I took her um, mystery school course on it and it's so good. And I mean, like I was doing that, like mm-hmm. on my way to like things and it would clear yeah. out all of the angst. Literally. So let me tell you why that's crazy, right? Because mm-hmm. um, I never heard of EFT. I never heard of like tapping it out. So when you said it to me, I was like, what is that? But recently I suffer from like panic attack and pa- oh. panic attacks or anxiety attacks. I used to right? too. Right? So what I've been doing lately, and 
I saw this on TikTok so randomly, but I was like, let me try it. She put her hand like in a butterfly like position over her chest. And she was like, just keep tapping yourself. Uh, yeah. Telling yourself like, you're going to get through it. You're going to exactly. be fine. Like you're going to be able to breathe. And that shit works for me. And it, it literally did. calms me down. And I get through, like if I feel like an anxiety attack about to start, mm-hmm. I do that. And it literally like, it takes it, it away. It clears it away, it, right? It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. EFT is the same ex- exact idea. You just tap the emotion because it's moving the emotions out of you pretty much. And so yeah. that's one of the one- ones that I used to do all the time. And I suggest anybody who needs to learn EFT, go ahead and learn it. Miriam has a great course on it on her website. Um, yeah. So that's some- what's her name the- again. Let me write her down. Miriam. Miriam Hasna. I'm probably going to butcher the spelling, but it's M-A-R-Y-A-M Hasna, H-A-S-N-A-A. So she's brilliant. Um, One of my favorite mystics. Um, And yeah, that's some of the ways that I, I do it. Yeah. That is amazing. And I'm I'm glad to have known the name of it now. Like, so now I can really look into it because it's really helped me yeah. a lot. I know when I used to get panic attacks, I used to do it too. And that Mm -hmm. definitely cleared so much of it away. So, yeah. That's great. That's great. So has your manifestation had a role in helping you grow into your purpose? Oh, absolutely. I think I manifested all of these things that I've been doing Mm -hmm. in my life. Um, Even unconsciously, when I first started making music, I didn't think I was going to be a rapper. I was just literally... I was in college when I first started writing poetry because I was obsessed and always have been obsessed with hip hop. I felt mm-hmm. I feel like, like hip hop truly is the journalism of our time and truly is like the way the world was going to shift into since I knew that since I was mm-hmm. a kid. Right. And so um, I studied it in school. That was actually my major. I studied hip hop and psychology. And okay. then I... Then I wrote a play on hip hop and how I thought hip hop was going to turn out and all these things. And I, I and it was all poetry based. Now, when I left school, I thought I was going to go to Broadway, but that was nonsense. I ended up becoming a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> so I literally, I literally manifested those, these things through just feeling and loving these things so much. And I was so, in, I'm still so ingrained into hip hop, but like that, um, showed me that I had like manifesting power. It's my first time consciously seeing the manifesting powers come to play. And now right. and now I do it all the time. Like I manifested moving to LA with my homies, like and my boyfriend. Like we all mm-hmm. wanted to move here and we said we're gonna do it. We looked at the houses. We didn't have the money. We didn't know how we were gonna do it, but we were like, we don't do it. And lo and behold, we had a date and we put the date down and mm-hmm. that was it. We just did it. And things just started to shape up. And right. um, and I always tell this story uh, a few years ago um, when I left music because I was going through depression. I was going through a really bad depression while I first started music just because I was dealing with body issues and people were trying to shape me to be something that I wasn't and a lot of things was going on with me. Um, I stopped making music and I was super broke. <laughs> I quit my job. Right. I, I was like everything. So I used to write in my notebook, which I, I talk about in my um, workshops. This step is called Word is Bond, where you write down what you want to create in your life over and mm-hmm. over again. So I used to write down that I wanted an angel investor to come into my life, give me some money to move out of my crib and live my vision full time. Mm-hmm. And I used to write that every day for like months. And then this woman came into my life out of nowhere, heard one of my songs and was like, how come you're not bigger than you are? She started mentoring me. And before I knew it, she invested like $10,000 into my career. And I remember, (laughs) I remember writing in my notebook how I wanted to live in Bed-Stuy and I wanted to live in a house full of musicians and I wanted Christmas lights all over the crib. I love Christmas lights. I love Christmas lights. All year long. All year long. All year long. long, Okay. And so Christmas lights all over the crib. And then my homegirl from elementary school hit me up. I was like, yo, we're moving to this house in Bed-Stuy. Do you want to move here with us? And when we moved there, the girls 
decorated the crib with Christmas lights everywhere and they all played music. So it was like literally everything I had like said that you wanted came right to life. And and I just believe that that's a constant. Like I believe we're all manifestors even if we don't know it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and I I manifest all the time. It's it's these days I'm more general with my manifesting. I, right. I'm more like bigger picture, but um if I if I really wanted to get to the specifics, I'm sure I could do it again. <laughs> sure. You did it already. Like all you have to do is put the work in. I know, literally. But <laughs> sometimes it's hard, you know. The hard, yeah. I think the hardest part is also letting the universe do the work for you. Right. I, I'm a Capricorn, and I want to do everything. So. Mm-hmm. I often have to remind myself to like give space and let the universe do things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's hard to lose the control of it all. And then it's also hard to navigate versus like what's good for you and Mm -hmm. what you're scared of receiving because you can push away opportunities and not even realize it. You know, that is a whole word. That is it. That was a whole thing. Yeah. Girl, it's hard. It's difficult, but try and it doesn't hurt to, try like I think that's what I want to keep telling people like what people are so scared of manifestation and they're just so skeptical and all of this but it's like some people say it works right and it's like sometimes it can be proven Mm -hmm. almost right what does it hurt to try what if it works for you if it doesn't okay you're doing the same shit you was doing before it's not hurting you (laughs) in any way (laughs) literally I think people are afraid of what they want Mm. I think that's just it. People are really scared of the thing that they really want. And that's why they don't want to do this work. And people are scared to do the work. Yeah. People are scared to do the work. And mm-hmm. they just the rather, yeah, they just rather the work just happen to them, which could also be a whole drama by itself. You know what I mean? So, for sure. For yeah. sure. Okay. So now we talked about manifestation. Um, you mentioned that you had body issues during mm-hmm. your beginning points of getting into the music music industry. So that's actually going to bring us into our next segment, which is hard on your sleeve, right? Mm-hmm. This is where we get a little bit deeper and I just talk to my guests, give stories or whatever have you about real life things that we've been through. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk about with you what it's like in like the music and beauty industries and how um, they're only just starting to embrace full figured and curvy women like this. Yeah. Is literally brand new and it's kind of crazy. It's a a whole trip. How was it starting off? Like, what did the music industry do to you to like give you these bodily issues or concerns? Um, I think like now that I look back at it, I always had body issues since a kid. I've Mm -hmm. always, I've always been the bigger girl in the class or like, you know, black girls were always the tallest girl and thicker girls. And I I went to like whiter schools when I was a kid. So like, I was always just different, I guess, to people. And so I always was bullied at some point, like, you know, you're fat or something like Mm -hmm. that. And, um, but I never thought I was fat. I just thought I was what I was. Like, that was it. And, you know, but then you grow up in Caribbean homes and things like that. I'm Caribbean and Latina. So I grew up mm-hmm. in, like, a Caribbean home. And I go visit my family. And they're like, oh, you eating well and stupid stuff like that, right? And we grow up Quick with to that. point out, like, <laughs> the thing that you're the most insecure about. It's like, thank <laughs> you, so much it's so rude first of all I'm like you guys are rude rude. y'all are rude and it's about to be Christmas so be prepared for this shit too like they don't stop I'm staying home for Christmas they know they know (laughs) they not seeing me so anyway so um always had that since I was a kid but um never really made it a thing until I guess I got to like music and college um and started having relationships um I had a boyfriend who also made music and he used to always tell me like, you're not going to pop off until you lose weight. Like, until mm. some like you're not going to be, you know, the next big thing until you lose weight. And I always was like, that's crazy. And, but it also like took a toll on me. Right. Um, and I had a PR person 
you know, give me pills at one point and like, oh, you boy. know, tell me like, you know, you need to get on this diet and this. And it became a part of my psyche. I remember like I was taking pills and not really thinking like, oh, this is harmful. This mm-hmm. is the form of depression. This is, you know, all of these things. And I'm I'm still in therapy for some of that. You know what I mean? Um, and I realized that at some point I actually had an eating disorder. Not like I wasn't bulimic right. or anything, but I I was um, choosing diets over and over to try Constantly. to fit. Yeah, try to fit into some body form. And um, I just remember at some point I just didn't want to do that anymore. I was like, this isn't for me. Um, yeah, the industry is very interesting because people always are like, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. And then, and then they don't want to, they don't want to sign you because you look a certain way. They don't want to like, you know, it's, it's like a very challenging world to be in. And if you're not around the right people at the first moments, you could really put harm on yourself. So Mm -hmm. I had to really reset my psyche and like see myself, you know, in a different way, you know? Um, and I always tell that story to, to like my audience and stuff, like how challenging it's been for me as an artist to, I mean, I love myself, but like love mm-hmm. every part of myself. Right. Um, at first it was so hard for me to do it, but now I'm like, whatever, man, like, this is where my body is, you know, and I'll be telling people, like, it's so interesting how the body works, you know, like, I feel like the more I try to change myself and think about it, the harder it is, you know, mm-hmm. on yep. my body, the harder it is for me to even lose weight or do right. Things. It's when I'm chilling, when I just do what I love, when I'm just happy mm-hmm. that I'm in my best shape. Yeah. And that's, and so I live off that now. And um, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. I still have my days, you know, I still have my days like, girl, like what's going on? Why these jeans don't fit today? You know, like, <laughs> you know? I still have my days, but at the end of the day, I know loving myself is the more important thing than anything else, you know? And right. That's just it. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be a size, right? Because right. I think that's another thing, too, where, like, people get it, like, misconstrued. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I love myself, and I've grown into this, and it was a struggle. But there's also nothing wrong with me wanting to stay within, like, a certain weight. Within yeah. A certain, within a certain, like, size. Absolutely. And all of that. Um, yeah. I that think doesn't people mean get that mad at that, too. Like, I think it's very interesting what's happening right now because there's, like, you know, the fatphobic side and then there's the the side that's, like, pro-fat. But, like, if you try to be skinny, bitch, fuck you. Like, there's and we're going to get into that for my Are You Dead Ass because let me tell you how much that annoys me. But <laughs> um, I just feel like it, it's – so there's nothing wrong with wanting to be a certain size, right? There's There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But then also – that size doesn't have to be what is quote unquote beautiful. Exactly. You can be, you can be healthy and there's this disparity between health and size. Like you can be healthy. You can be at your most healthiest and you can be at your most happiest. Cause sometimes having abs doesn't help your mental health. Absolutely not. I'm just going to say that sometimes having abs doesn't actually make you happy. (laughs) okay so there's a difference between a hundred like you can balance being healthy and being happy in life and if that means that I want pizza tomorrow I can eat pizza tomorrow eat your fucking pizza period (laughs) that's what I'd be like that's what I'm finally on and it's been it took me years to get here where I'm like you know what if I want this thing I'm gonna have it it's it's not gonna ruin me it's not gonna like and if and when I know I my body will tell me when I'm ODing. That's the thing that I need people yes. to understand. <laughs> the body will tell you when you're walling out. So mm-hmm. like, if I want to have my pizza, but if I'm having pizza every single day, okay, yes. My body at some point is going to be like, shorty, especially the woman's body. The woman's <laughs> body tells you everything. So 
And if you need help, get you some waist beads, okay? Because those waist beads, <laughs> they'll let you know. Let you they know. hold your ass accountable, okay? As soon as you feel like you can't even sit down or some shit with these waist, like you got to start like moving them up a little bit. You're like, oh no, you know, you know <laughs> what time you know. it is. You know what time it is. And it's but, okay like, to hold yourself accountable. Yeah, it's totally okay. And I feel like, I feel like we need to move in a direction of letting people choose what is love for them instead mm-hmm. of people projecting a, an idea of love for them. You know what I mean? Like, I love when people tell me like, girl, you look good. Like, lo- like don't even wear that or don't do that to yourself. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I know boo, but like, if I want to lose weight because it makes me feel comfortable in my, mm-hmm. and like, it's not like I'm trying to be a size two in this bitch. I'm just trying to fit in my fucking jeans. <laughs> the ones that oh. are in my closet that like I wore like six like, months ago. Okay. That's all I'm trying to do. Like, that's it. This is, I, you guys don't have the bread for me to be trying to buy jeans every week. So like, <laughs> Okay. But like, if I want to feel comfortable in what I I have, then let me do that. Don't, you know, there's got to be love on both sides, I think. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I, I know some freaking gorgeous women who are like over size 190, 200 pounds, three, Mm -hmm. like gorgeous, comfortable, healthy. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, live your life that's how you live your life and I love it you know what I mean but me I know personally if I did that I can't I wouldn't be able to move I'd be at the crib chilling you know what I mean (laughs) and and I wouldn't be able to perform the way I want to perform and do the things that I want to do like that so like it's all about you and it's all about how you love yourself and I I, Mm -hmm. and I'm just here for people just loving themselves how they want to love themselves and that's it whatever makes you happy as long as it's not hurting anybody as long as it's not hurting yourself whatever Mm -hmm. there there has to be that balance absolutely when it comes to eating everything in moderation like all day I wish I knew that that thing oh same Uh, this is a a current (laughs) this is a daily struggle and like I like I say this all the time I know what I need to do I'm absolute I have the knowledge practice is another thing like that's same same (laughs) all day the practice is the problem but mm-hmm. we gonna get there. We gonna we gonna work it out when it's time. Um, yes, and even if you are doing it and then you fall off and then you're doing it and then you fall yeah. off, just keep on going. Yeah, we're human. That's all that we can do. Yeah. And it's like you don't have to be perfect. Yeah, whatever you do today, a little bit of it is more than you did last last week. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, celebrate the little things to get back yes. on track exactly and be patient and gentle with yourself that is so Mm -hmm. important so often we wanted these rapid changes and that's something that I did too when I was like really going through this time I was like doing rapid weight loss things rapid diets and yo-yoing like crazy and my body shut down on me at one Mm -hmm. point because of it like my body was like doing wild stuff that I was like whoa what's going on you know so like I always say like be patient with your body be patient with yourself be patient with like transforming takes time Mm -hmm. and like and and whatever size you want to be transforming takes time and whatever mind state you want to be that takes time you know so like just love yourself and be patient with yourself that's the most crucial important part yes for sure Latasha's over here dropping gems. I love to hear it. <laughs> so we're going to get into our last segment. And it's my oh, favorite segment. Okay, let's get it. And it's Are You Dead Ass? Oh, and yes, wanted- let's go. <laughs> and I wanted to ask you if there's anything that you wanted to get off your chest today. Oh, damn. There's so much going on in the world. It's like, first of all, yeah, I got something to say. Let me clean this screen real quick because this gotta be really clean um I I gotta talk to the government real quick are you dead ass about to give us six hundred dollars for our stimulus check (laughs) oh my god I was cracking up about this six 
$600. We've been in bullshit. It's going to be a year. $600 doesn't even pay my, my, my rent. Like, come on now. Come on now. <laughs> I was so upset when I saw that. I was like, are you dead ass about to give us $600? <laughs> And be like, like, we should be happy jumping for joy. They deadass wrote that. They wrote like, <laughs> they wrote like, you can do a lot with $600. I looked, I was like, wow. Like, <laughs> I saw this meme the other day, right? And uh-huh. it was like, um, uh, it was like Americans just got $1,200 once in the beginning of the, of the pandemic or whatever. And France is out here throwing tubs through windows because their president blinked wrong. <laughs> and then it was like, I was like, yo, America must be pussy. Like we must be pussy. We must be, we must be that ass. We must be because like, I thought it was about to get real earlier this year. I was like, I was ready. Like, yo, they rioting. We going crazy. Mm-hmm we must be pussy. Like this shit is really disrespectful. I was so upset when I saw that article and then the advisors were like, just do what, do the best you can with the $600 and make it work. And then they were like, tap into your retirement savings and and then emergency savings. I was like, do you know how, like more than half of millennials have no savings at all? Like, so let me tell you, I just had to do that. So I left my job in August because because of the pandemic like my son has autism mm-hmm. so I didn't want him going into the school of like just, whatever yeah. so I kept him home but I didn't have anybody to teach him so right. I had to leave my job that was like a conscious decision I oh, made my love. luckily I know but it's for him so I'm okay and I've been okay so you know I just keep on saying we're gonna be good like exactly that, that manifests that yes um luckily I started working when I was 19 full time. Mm. So I had like 15 years retirement. Like oh my gosh. And I, I, I literally like retired for the year. Like, I mean, I still got to build my shit up for actually when yeah. I get older. Yeah. But like I'm using it and I'm able to pay my rent and I'm That's able amazing. to focus on my podcast and I'm able to focus on my merch. Right. And, like, all of this shit because whatever so yeah fuck you government I did that but I still need more fucking money like Like, okay my rent is paid like Like, stop playing (laughs) so like I needed to get dead ass on the government because the government is fucking wilding right now like Mm -hmm. I'm looking at this and I'm like I literally saw the article and I just laughed like I couldn't even be like pissed (laughs) I just was like like oh oh, okay that's how you feel that's that's it (laughs) I'm looking at other countries get $2,000 a month, a month. We got one stimulus check this whole year, dog. <laughs> okay. Like you gotta be kidding me. And that's it's like even basic shit, like unemployment, like people still aren't getting unemployment. And that's like the bare minimum basic shit. Like this is what you offered us from the beginning. Like this wasn't supposed to go nowhere. <laughs> I'm like, and you're mad. And you're mad that people are like frauding and doing all types of shit. I'm like, niggas can't eat. People can't eat. Right. People can't it's eat. Crazy. I'm sorry. It's crazy. I'm sorry, but y'all dead ass. So that's my dead ass. Are you dead ass? Like, <laughs> are you dead ass? <laughs> are you dead ass right sense. now? Make it make, make it make sense, please. Um, oh boy. Yes. I don't I can't even think of another make it make sense right now I mean <laughs> other than other than the men moaning room and clubhouse being the the most hilarious thing I've seen in a long time um, oh my god so I went into one of those rooms literally like my first night on clubhouse and this was like you? 30 weeks ago yes and it was like so it was there was the main moan room it might have been the first moan room right it was the main moan room and then Mm -hmm. somebody made a side room Mm -hmm. and was offering guys 425 are you kidding me wait 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 to moan right so then when they find they played the whole game they had like 10 guys participate right and then at the end they were like all right send your cash app for the four dollars and 25 cents And they and there were some men in there. Some of them took it the joke and whatever, but some of them really got mad. Of course, of course. 
Of course, of course. Me and my boyfriend been planning to like attack one of those rooms, and I would, <laughs> I would act like I'm the one who's gonna moan, and then he's gonna really be the one moaning. <laughs> <laughs> planning it so out. Fucking funny. All right, so we're gonna get into my dead ass, mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about how. These weird motherfuckers are really mad at Lizzo because she went on a diet. I Wait, what? I didn't even know about this. What? Okay, let me put you on. So, like, the beginning of the week, or what's today, Friday? At the beginning of the week, Lizzo posted something, I think, on Instagram. Now, I'm only only hearing the end of it, but she posted something on Instagram, maybe a video or something like that, where she's promoting, like, a green smoothie cleanse. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's like the face of plus size women yeah. in the music industry and all right. of that shit. Okay, right. cool. People were really coming at her, calling her fat phobic because she's subscribing to diet culture. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Girl. Are you kidding me? What I'm... is wrong with people? <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset. I'm upset. Be. People, like, let people be who they are. Like, that's a, like, the problem is and here's the problem Lizzo made a lot of her career off the back of being big right so people and and not to say that she shouldn't because she is who she is right but the problem is is that people were using that as her like marketing point like right fuck that she can can, she's a fucking full-on you know entertainer yeah right brilliant no it's because she's a fat performer you understand and that's like the, the real problem and that's the real problem that's the so real issue are like oh you're 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 turning your back on what what makes you you no that's no. not the only thing that makes her her god forbid god forbid like lizzo's doing it because of health issues or something like that then what 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 are you gonna who, say then who was um the one recently was it chrisette not chrisette michelle was it Chrisette Michelle? Yeah, she, she lost no. a lot. Of, Jasmine, was it Jasmine Sullivan as, that she lost as, a lot, a lot of weight? I don't know. Or Adele. Oh, it was the R and B singer. No, no, no. It wasn't Adele. It was the black R and B singer. I feel like it was Chrisette. Well, whatever. Remember. So she lost a lot of weight. No, it and wasn't Chrisette. She's the one with Kelly Price. Price. No, no. God, oh, this is gonna kill me. Um, I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna like look at my phone. <laughs> um, anyway, so this R&B singer lost a lot of weight, but even that, as I'm looking this up, the whole Chadwick Boseman thing. Do you remember when he got skinny? And yeah. Were, um, were coming at him the whole time. He had cancer. And come on now, come on now. Like God forbid. That's why she's getting like you know like she's doing what she has to do to get like skinnier it's because like she just feels like she has to be a a different kind of health like god forbid something's going on with her and people are getting so it was jasmine sullivan it was jasmine Jasmine, went vegan and she lost 50 pounds but she went vegan because her mother has cancer and wanted to adopt a vegan diet so it's like so now she's fat phobic because of some, like, you don't know what people are going through. Like, what, what is wrong with, like, this is literally a mental illness. The fact that people are upset about that, it's, it's like, it it's has like, to be a mental it's, illness. It's just people go too left. You know what I mean? Like, there's the left and the right, right? And people don't think about, like, anything else. They don't think about the gray area at all and what people are actually going through. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes celebrities become these icons of these movements and we forget that they're human and that Mm -hmm. they have other things going on besides your movement right you know what I mean I oh I'm praying for Lizzo because I know that's probably hurting in her too because I know that that the work she did at culture is huge Mm -hmm. and changed the face of artists I know mm-hmm. it, it shaped, it, it changed me. I was yeah. like, like amazed by her. You know what I mean? I'm still amazed by her. And so to see people being upset, it's just so disappointing at like it's the culture in general. It's, it's just terrible. It's terrible. The girl's trying to get in her, her health 
And she'd been talking about her health bag. She'd been saying like, you know, I want to just lose some weight. So, and she's like, I don't want to do it to be like the size they want me to be. I just want right. to be the size I, I want to Maybe I just want to feel a little bit better. Maybe, maybe I just want to wear like that shirt. Like we were saying before, it's not that serious. And people really take it into like craziness as if fat people who are body positive, who love themselves, can't want to lose a little bit of weight. Like that's such a double standard if I've ever seen one. Like it's if you lose weight, literally you're, you're bad. bad. If you don't lose weight, you're bad. Like bad. which one is it? That's why I say <laughs> fuck everybody. Do what you right. want. That's where I'm oh. at. Like I'm like, do what you want. It's your body. It's your life. That's you know. <laughs> once upon a time, I used to. Be, I will say, I used to be upset with Nikki and like how she did her booty job and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Just because I was very anti-Barbies and I felt like I studied a lot of things on like, you know, race back in like slavery and how Mm -hmm. that dealt with, you know, the body and all that stuff. And so I was mad. But like now that I'm getting older and like seeing like how women are just policed constantly, Mm -hmm. our bodies are policed constantly. I'm like, do what you want. It's your mm-hmm. life. It's your body. Do what you want. Like you have enough people telling you how you're supposed to look. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> like, like, Lizzo, live how you want, mama. Like, don't let these people, like, try to rule you. Toxic fans are a real issue, okay? Mm, talk about it. Toxic fans are a real issue. And I, I've witnessed it myself where... I didn't do something a fan wanted me to do and they've been very upset with me and blocked me and all kinds of crazy stuff. And it's like, you don't live for these people. You create, you're an artist. That's that's what you do, but you're not living for them. And that's Mm -hmm. just the bottom line. Oh man, I'm so sad about that. That's so disappointing. It's so disgusting. And I couldn't believe it. And the first day it came out, I purposefully, that's why like, I only know the tail end of it because I saw is Lizzo fat phobic. And I was like, this is about to be some bullshit. I am not going in there because I really need a day to just be like, these people are about to get me tight and I need to just, yeah, it was this whole big thing. So I went in the next day and I got the story and I was just like, this is disgusting. And people really need to just get their lives all the way together because. So like, so now I'm like really wanted to dig into this hole because I'm like, so people can't just want to get healthy anymore or like, or that's not healthy. So I got to be careful with my words because health right. is described in a lot of different ways. And I totally right. understand that. And I don't want to disrespect anyone. But in a that. way, I know what you meant because it's like, we don't know what her intentions were. So we're not yeah. going to speak on that, right? Yeah. But like, let's say she wanted to feel healthier for her. That's what yeah. she feels would make her herself being healthier yeah so it's not necessarily that there's a standard yeah we don't know what she was doing it for she was literally doing a green smoothie cleanse that's something you do for like a couple of liver you do that you could do that for your liver like you don't have to be maybe she's constipated (laughs) yeah like Like, we have no clue it's just it's so ridiculous and the fact that it's it's other you know plus size people who are actually coming down on her because it's like oh she hates herself and that's why she's doing it no like stop why are you perpetuating more hate to your own quote-unquote kind as you call them like why what 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 sense does that oh I think it's just their own trauma you know what I Projecting. mean and yeah they just and I hold compassion because I, I I just feel like they're just projecting what society has done to them onto someone else you mm. know what I mean it's very weird and backwards but that's probably it yeah. it's just like they feel like society doesn't accept them at some capacity I felt that so I know that game you know like I felt like society didn't accept me from my body at times and because of that I I maybe would have attacked a Nicki Minaj because of that you know what I mean because I don't got I don't got a big old booty like I would feel like fuck that fuck your big old booty you know what I mean like (laughs) like that's just that's just what it is you know so like it's unfortunate that that's where we are in the society, but hopefully things will change. And I think the more we have these conversations, mm-hmm. the more that will shift, you know? I agree. 
I agree. Yeah. <sighs> so that was my dead ass. And I love your dead ass. <laughs> Are you dead ass? Leave Lizzo alone. Seriously. Seriously. I love Lizzo. I love Lizzo so much. That's All right, Latasha. So tell my listeners where they can find you, any new projects that you're working on, anything that you have coming out uh, up in the works or anything like that. Yes, guys. Um, you could follow me at, at call me Latasha, L-A-T-A-S-H-A. Um, I do have new works coming out next year, 2021. Here we go. Um, a lot of new music. I just released an EP with Issa Rae's label. Well, I'm on the EP. I didn't release it myself, but I'm on an EP with Issa Rae's label. The EP called The Bankroll, and it's about financial glow-ups and manifesting that money. (laughs) So go and check it out. It's a really great project. And, um, I just have so much coming up. Just follow me and, you know, hit me up about the journey. And that's how we go. Yes. All of her information will be linked down below. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Five stars only, please. So I can get where I need to get. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can follow me on Instagram, underscore Steffi Kiss, S-T-E-P-H-Y-K-I-S-S. And do I look fad pod? Exactly how it sounds. Everything as well will be linked down below. As usual, um, don't forget to tune in to next week, Kiss and Tell Tuesday and Fine and Thick Friday for new content each and every week. Um, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast. Bye. Bye, Mwah. guys.